This is the Architecture and Innovation Podcast by Syraclad, featuring one-on-one interviews with designers, contractors, city managers, and civic leaders, as well as thought leaders committed to sustainability, innovation, and solutions that are attractive, affordable, and create healthy living environments. Our podcast illuminates the challenges, breakthroughs, and proven solutions brought to industries, organizations, and our communities. From the office and manufacturer of Syraclad in Redmond, Washington, and on location, this is the Architecture and Innovation Podcast. For our guest today, we're uh, we're really honored and uh, excited to welcome Kevin Cook. Kevin's been working in the electronics industry for over 25 years, specifically focused on high-end residential electronic systems. He's an outside-the-box bo- outside thinker who prides himself on his responsiveness and communication skills and feels it. Relationship development is a key factor, and you'll hear this in uh, just a moment, It's successful design and execution. It's got a razor-sharp uh, eye for detail that's invaluable working with amplified lifestyles and his passion for collecting antique books and coins. You can find him on the web at amplifiedlifestyles.com. Again, that's amplifiedlifestyles.com. Kevin, welcome, and thank you very much for being here. We're really happy uh, happy to have you. It'll be great. Thank you for having me. Hey, Kevin, we talked about uh, you know a quote or a mantra, and uh, share with the, our your audience today what uh, what it is that you know you find uh, meaningful to you. For me, it's in life trying to find the positive in all things. You know, even if you you have an what might be perceived as a negative situation, I think there's always you know something positive that you can focus on that comes out of that. You know, maybe it's a learning experience or you know a reminder to to do something differently but that's i think a, a really important way to focus and bring positivity into your focus and in, in things that you're doing in life excellent did is that uh how did that come about i'm curious did that that is your uh, philosophy personally For me, and professionally? it's just it's a personal life thing as well as a professional life thing and, I, and i've found it and witnessed it to be true in, I mean, this gets into a little more of a, like a personal, like focus on, um, you know, perspective, but there's, there's like the law of attraction or the universe. You know, I think if you have faith in, you know, positive outcome and you focus on that, you attract that more so than the negative. So you want to focus on the negative of, of a situation. You're essentially attracting more negativity. So I believe that focusing on the positive and trying to find positive in all things is going to lead you to a more positive outcome in the future. Well, I love what it is that you do. And uh, share with us, your audience, you know, what, what uh, you do and uh, how you do it. If, unless you know sure. trade secrets. So Amplified Lifestyles, which is a company that I am a, one of the founders of, and we focus on home technology and it's applied in, in what we consider the high-end residential custom home market. So, you know, I'm a part of the, the management team. I focus on the design and sales, you know, part of the company. And so that's uh, relationships. So my, you know, my statement of the, you know, my profile earlier about attention to detail and, and communication skills that comes in handy with, you know, the work that I do. I manage a team of six, four engineers and two salespeople. And, you know, that's 
today, being in this this company and having grown it from, you know, basically four four partners who started the company to the organization that we are today, which is forty you know, employees, it's been quite a, quite a ride. And so my expertise is is really you know managing. I I like to consider the sales and design process of a project like project managing the sales and design process. And once we get to a successful design, the clients approve the budget, then that transitions into, you know, the next part of our company, which is the build phase, you know, and then a project manager will take over and and run the project until it's completed. Um, You share with the audience what it is uh, Amplified Lifestyle does uh, that uh, is fascinating and uh, how you guys and why you guys are so good at doing it. Well, I think that, you know, I mentioned this earlier, home technology, and that yeah. today has, I think, a greater meaning to most people. And even with the, you know, last year and a half to two years of COVID, I think it really even, imp- you know, impacts that even more because we're all spending more time in our homes. And many of us are working from home now, you know, either exclusively or much more than before. So we're spending more time in, time in our homes, and I think we're focusing on how we live and work in the, the space and technology, you know, impacts that lifestyle quite a bit. You have your home networks, you have security cameras, access control, uh, speakers, you know, uh, TVs. So that's all what we call home technology is, is all of the, the different things that you do and use in your home. You know, lighting controls, uh, shades, you know, some people have motorized shades or manual shades in their homes. Those are all things that my company does uh, for projects in the high-end you know, residential space. So our focus is less on what product we sell. Like I think in our industry, typically many people are focused on, you know, I represent this type of product and I wanna sell it to you and I wanna you know, put as much of it in your house as I can. And, you know, our approach is really in the sense that the equipment that goes into the home is part of a project. It's it's necessary and it's it's a product of the outcome, but the focus is really the experience that everybody involved in the project has. You know, you've got the owner, the client, you have the contractor, the architect, interior designer, other uh, contracting trades that we work with. And so the company is focused on providing a high level experience throughout the project life cycle. So it's more about how we carry ourselves, how we act. Are we good communicators? Are we proactive? Are we, you know, bringing, are we value add to the project team? And and those are all the things that I think that we've actually been successful doing and, and built a solid and successful brand in our market. Can you describe your, your clientele? If there's a, a, a general thread that connects them all? Yes. I, I mean, the one term that's been used to, classifier the, the most of the clients that we work with is you know high net worth or the one percent it's essentially people that have been very successful uh, financially and in, in either running companies or founded companies or you know in, there's even a few you know people in the entertainment industry but it typically is you know people in like the technology industry or venture capitalists and, and things like that and we have some famous names in our uh list of clients, but most of them were under a non-disclosure agreement, so I can't really mention any names, but just, let's just say, you know, very wealthy, famous people. 
what's changed it's a general question but what's changed electronically and technically in the last say two three years that uh that's changing you know even business relationships and uh projects well technology is constantly changing and and i think it's one thing that makes our industry a little challenging and especially for architects and contractors and maybe even owners you know because what may be considered current or you know the most you know cutting edge technology today will be something else in six months so in the last two years, we've seen improvements in many areas of technology. Um, and we've also seen the focus by homeowners and project stakeholders really kind of change to some degree. And people are less, you know, many people I'd say are less interested in having a sophisticated home control system with a lot of parts and, and more interested in having, you know, less is more approach from like um, audio and video technology. So there are ways that we can do installations with, that require, you know, pretty straightforward approach. Um, the focus has been mostly on network security and, you know, security cameras and things like that. So people are concerned about cybersecurity and making sure their you know, identity is not getting hacked. And that involves a home network that has certain, you know, firewalls and things in place and then physical security like cameras and access control and recording of, you know, spaces just to make sure they feel safe. You're listening to the Architecture and Innovation Podcast presented by Cyroclad. We're talking today with Kevin Cook at Amplified Lifestyles. For more information, feel free to visit the website at AmplifiedLifestyles.com. Again, that's AmplifiedLifestyles.com. Kevin, what prompted you to be so involved in your industry? I mean, is it something that you found as a kid, uh, school? What made you want to work with what you work with in that, in that realm? That's a really interesting question. And for me, I kind of fell into it, to be honest. I've always worked in the service industry. I, I, when I was 19, I worked at Domino's Pizza and I was a manager of a pizza restaurant, you know, and everybody knows Domino's. Sure. And then eventually my father got me a job working with his friend who did, you know, installation of, of cabling and office buildings that supported networks and phones. You know, so as a young buck, I was crawling around in ceilings and on ladders and doing, you know, the legwork. And as my, you know, as I continued to work in that career, I kind of got more in different, different types of jobs, more responsibility. So I was a service technician for a while. I was a fiber technician for a while. And then I became a project manager and worked on some pretty high profile projects, uh, you know, including a big project for Apple computer. And this is like 20 something years ago with, with technology changes, like I mentioned earlier, you know, there are businesses and homes that constantly going through technology updates. So it's like a thing that people, you know, it's kind of a recurring thing. Now, getting into home technology was kind of an unexpected situation. I was working for a company in the dot-com. If you, you guys remember, you know, most uh, listeners will probably remember the dot-com boom of the uh, 99 through 2001, where all kinds of crazy stuff was happening. All these companies were popping up. I worked for a company that was basically developing websites on a large scale, you know, and this is 20-something years ago. So... 
companies creating a website presence was kind of a new thing and exciting. And so the company that I worked for that performed this service was expanding globally. And, and I was part of the, um, the IT group and supported the expansion into other markets, uh, both nationally and internationally. And at the when the when the bubble burst, you know, so to speak, I found myself laid off <laughs> and ended up looking for a job and trying to figure out what was next in my life and found a company. Actually, the interview that I had with the owner of the company that I started in this industry was actually for a different role, which was like a project manager for networking. And I went to the interview, we talked, and at the end of the interview, he was like, you know, you'd be a perfect fit for my um, AV integration company. And so I was introduced as a project manager to a company called Engineered Environments. This is back in 2001 and learned, you know, basically from the ground up how home technology is done, you know, on a large scale. We're talking big houses and, and all over the Bay Area. And that's how I got into this 20 something years ago. And then I just sort of continued to apply myself. I got different roles. I ended up moving to Hawaii and living in Hawaii for four years, which was awesome. And we basically developed, you know, created and expanded a local market there for doing home technology for um, people that were developing and building homes on the islands. And I worked there, like I said, for four years and then came back here to California and worked for the same company, uh, leading their client services team. And that turned into a roll-up where our company joined a bunch of other companies to create, you know, the goal was to create a nationwide presence. That was a two-year run, with, which didn't work out. And I don't want to go into all the details, but at the end of it, we were all laid off. And that was the moment when Amplified became, you know, a reality. Because one of my partners had a business license and was basically prepared to go out on his own. And so we all banded together and in essentially, you know, from the ashes rose the phoenix of this company called Amplified. <laughs> and now, you know, awesome. six years later, here we are, like I mentioned earlier, 40 employees and, you know, we're making an impact in our market, like we, I talked about. So that, that was, I, I never expected to be where I'm at now, but I think I, you know, along with the philosophy I mentioned earlier about, you know, focusing on the positive, I think it's also awareness and how and you know knowing when doors are opening and opportunities present themselves and having the courage to go into the unknown and try something new i like that the, the courage to go into the unknown because um it it uh, it appears that many businesses in any realm specifically yours that there there's a, a point where you really you guys all had to be all of course you had some fear but you went through it is that accurate? It's true. I mean, at the place where we were all at was we had just been laid off. The company that we worked for went out of business. There was, you know, in our marketplace, that was a big disturbance. You know, uh, thinking of the Star Wars analogy, it's like, you know, there was a big disturbance in the force, right? So we had <laughs> to figure out what to do about it. And we, the courage in, the, in going into the unknown was basically going, okay, let's band together, let's create this company. And I think we can do this, you know, and the exciting part of how it developed is that we ended up partnering with, so there's five partners in the company today. 
Um, four of us are involved in the day-to-day, you know, myself and three others. There's a fifth partner who's a silent partner. His name is Michael Birch, and he actually is a high net worth individual. And the reason that, that we joined forces, so to speak, is that Michael had some you know projects coming up that he felt we could help with. And as an owner, he gets, you know, a, I'd say a, a good rate for products and services. And in return, you know, he helped us bootstrap the growth of the company. And, you know, like I said, we were at 40 employees today. And so that was a, that was a great way to take that courage, start the company, find someone to help it stabilize it, and then just take advantage of the opportunities that came, you know, at that point. And those opportunities, how much were they come to you? And then how much are the, them that you went to them? It's a great question. So coming out of the organization that we were all laid off from, you know, the, the four of us ownership people all had client-facing roles in the company, like sales or service or whatever. So when we started Amplified, and because the previous company had gone out of business, it left a, a big void for people that were used to receiving service and a company that no longer existed. So we we stepped in and answered the phone calls. And really for the first three to four years, it was just taking a phone call and that was the next project. You know, and that helped the company grow, I'd say to around 20 people, you know, at, at that point. And then we started focusing on the size of the company and the fact that in our marketplace, not all of the, we call them industry partners, which would be a, you know, a contractor, an architect or an interior designer that we would work on a project with for a common owner. We realized that a lot of the, the, the partner companies were out there doing some really high end projects, but they didn't know about Amplified. You know, so we focused, we said, you know what, we need to put ourselves out there more because we've, we've been successful working f- in, in really the company was founded on providing service. I should go back and, and say that. So the first year and a half that the company w- existed, we didn't have a contractor's license yet. So we were just doing service work. And being that fundamentally what we do is a service industry, we provide service you know, of, of all types. And building the company from the service up, I think is really f- important and fundamental because that's really what we're focused on. It's, it's being of service, the relationships, the long-term aspect of and nature of the relationships that we look to build with our clients and partners. You know, so all of that got us to that point where I mentioned up three to four years. And then we were, were like, you know what, we need to get, our, we need to let more people know about us because we think we feel like we're doing good work and, as an industry, the it's, it's challenging, like I mentioned earlier, because technology is always changing. So it's hard for, it's been challenging to get like a good results. And so we were, our focus is providing that high level experience that I mentioned. And so we felt that more people, and especially, you know, the higher profile projects really deserve to have the high level experience. And, and in, in a way, not only is it making our company successful, but we're trying to make an impact and a change in our industry and, and provide it in a better light to other people that are, you know, other individuals and companies that are in that same business of doing the, the high-end custom home projects. Excellent. You're listening to the Architecture and Innovation Podcast by Sierra Clad. We're talking today with Kevin Cook. 
of Amplified Lifestyles. For more information, you can visit AmplifiedLifestyles.com. Again, AmplifiedLifestyles.com. Kevin, how was the name Amplified Lifestyles come about? Maybe it's too, uh, too long of a answer but uh curious to hear it's actually the name thanks tom that's another good question um it's actually fairly easy to answer so i mentioned a while back that you know we i I, four of us went from the old company and started a new company and one of one of them my business partner casey had a business he, he essentially created a business name and a business license and it was planning to go out and do his own thing up to the point where we agreed to join forces and, you know, the four of us became Amplified. So Casey had actually chosen that name, Amplified Lifestyles. And so it, you know, it wasn't my choice, but I liked it. And then when Michael Birch joined us, I think it was about three months after we started Amplified, where we, you know, went into business with Michael, he really thought like the name. And if you think about what it is, it's, you know, two words, Amplified and Lifestyles, right? And, and lifestyle c- can be related to your home and, and how you spend time there. And Amplified speaks to elevating that experience, which I feel like speaks to the approach that we have as a company, right? We want to amplify the positive experience you have with technology in your home. It's definitely memorable. And you can, you, you can, in my opinion right now, you could actually use it in a lot of other facets of life. Mm-hmm. You know, to live an amplified lifestyle. So the brand, it, the brand recognition is amplified. So think of it. You know, take the lifestyles okay. off. Most people sure. refer to us as amplified. You know, where are those amplified okay. guys? And the other thing that I really, <laughs> I like I'm excited about because the the most exciting part in the early days about growing the company was just envisioning you know who we are and establishing our brand and our our identity. And so we invested in website development, we invested in a whole marketing and brands, you know, creating that from scratch. And one of the strategies was to have company vans, you know, and I'm sure everybody who's listening has, has seen, you know, the, the, the white van rolling around the neighborhood and it's the contractor or the plumber or the whatever. Mm-hmm. We wanted to have black vans with our logo on the side. And so the brand company that we work with, you know, came up with, with, you know, that uh, strategy. And today, I think we have 22 or 25 vans rolling around. And what I really get excited about to this day is when I'll meet someone new or I'll run into a contractor or an architect that I know, and they're like, hey, I see your vans all over San Francisco. And, you know, so it's a marketing approach. It's, you know, establishing yourself as a valid and, and reputable brand. And I even had a contractor one day tell me, you know, I see your vans all over Atherton. You guys are good in my book, you know, and then he signed my contract. So that's just the excitement of, of like identifying, you know, the outcomes with the brand that we established. And then now that we've been in business for six years, I think maintaining that reputation, especially when you grow your business, you're adding employees, you're adding layers and levels of, of execution. It's more challenging to keep the bar high, but we, we have, I think done a, pretty good job of that and the thing that's the i'd say the most prized thing about the company is the culture and the employees you know because we wouldn't be anything today without our employees they're out there every day working really hard and they represent the company even more so you know than 
us, the founders, do because they're the people that most of our partners interact with on a daily basis. So I'd say, you know, there's the brand element, but the secret sauce is really the culture that we've built, you know, and, and the employees and the loyalty that we have. It's just amazing. What's your opinion of uh, how the, the culture itself is perhaps even mo- maybe more important than even the branding? It's absolutely as important, if not more, because like I mentioned, you know, the culture is a combination of image to some degree. So one of the others, I'll have to go back to the brand strategy. We developed a uniform for our employees. So they they all wear gray pants and and a black shirt or black t-shirt. And the whole concept was that, you know, when we show up at a project or a job site, people go, Oh, the Amplify guys here. Like there was, it's an aware, people are just memorable. It's a memorable moment or awareness, right? And the culture has been developed around that. And I hear this fairly often, which is again, really exciting for me is people talk about, wow, your guys are so great. They come in, they, they're organized. They have the vans, they pull out blankets and put them down on, you know, sensitive surfaces. Um, they're very courteous. They're kind, you know, we, we always talk about helping, right? So like, you know, one of our technicians might carry groceries in for a customer who's arriving home when they're there working or something, you know, just trying to be of service and, and be friendly and, you know, respectful. Because a lot of the environments that we're working in, it's somebody's private space or, you know, it happens to be an extremely wealthy, famous person's private space, you know. And, and so how you act and carry yourself in those situations is extremely important because, Another, it's almost another statement I'd like to use as a, as a motto is perception is reality. So in our world, like, it doesn't matter what's happening. It matters what people think is happening. And so the positive outcome often is a result of how we carry ourselves and how we communicate. And that's what clients perceive and that's their perception. And, you know, that goes back to the brand statement and me saying that I think we've been successful because we try really hard to focus in, in the cultures, as, I mean, because you, you can talk about it, you can teach it, but when people just organically do it because there's culture has been created and, you know, it's like a family, if you will. That's where I think it really shines because it's genuine. Kevin, is there uh, anything that you'd also like to share with your audience today that we may not have touched on? You know, I... I think it really comes down to, you know, the statement that it's, I think home can te- technology can be confusing to a lot of people because there are so many different options. You, you know, you have to, like, who do you trust? What products do you use? I don't know what I want to do. And so engaging with a company like ours, especially, uh, I should, I have to mention this. So we consider ourselves a value add partner to a project where, you know, cause often these residential construction projects, well, I'd say most of the time they're going through a whole design process. There's a team of, you know, of professionals involved with designing the space and that outcome of the, you know, everybody's investment in time and money. We strive to be value add to that process. So my, my statement and advice to those listening is get 
involved, get your technology consultant, you know, resource involved early in projects. So you can sort of think through all the things that need to be considered when designing a space or a project. Because um, traditionally, you know, our type of work has been like kind of thrown at the end, but it's now much more important to be planning for the implementation of technology in the home. And it, it like I mentioned earlier, networking, um, if you have, you know, projects with multiple buildings, you need to make sure you're connecting them with conduits. You need to be planning for, you know, potential future upgrades or future proofing, you know, which we do by like putting um, a dark fiber in the wall with video drops because at some point technology will improve to the point where um, copper doesn't, we can't carry the maximum bandwidth of video signals. And so putting fiber mm -hmm. in the wall. So it's like finding a good company to work with that it can help you guide the owner through the decision-making process, I think is really important. And then, under, you know, finding a good team. Like I've been on a part of a lots of projects and some of them have been way more successful than others. And I think a lot of that has to do with the culture of the team, not only the culture of, you know, each company, but how the team works together, the focus, the synergy, you know, and that's really what's gonna help projects be smooth and successful. Well, this is terrific. Kevin, thank you very much for uh, being on the show today. Thanks for We're having really, me. We're uh, it, really, it, it's <laughs> outstanding here. And, and I love what it is that you folks do. Thank you, Tom. Thank you. Our guest today has been Kevin Cook of Amplified Lifestyles. Kevin's, uh, I love, I love the, the bio on him. Kevin's been working in the electronics industry for over 25 years specifically focus on high-end residential electronic systems. Uh, as an outside-the-box thinker, prides himself on responsiveness and communication and feels that relationship development is a key, a key factor in successful design and execution. Uh, with a razor-sharp eye for detail, I would say the company, check out their website, it's outstanding. You, you'll see it, um, that there is a, that razor-sharp eye for detail. It's invaluable. In, the, in working with Amplified Lifestyles and their passion for collecting, uh, Kevin's passion specifically for collecting antique books and coins. For more information, visit AmplifiedLifestyles.com. Again, that's AmplifiedLifestyles.com. You've been listening to the Architecture and Innovation Podcast by Sierraclad. The Architecture and Innovation Podcast is recorded from the offices of Sierraclad in Redmond, Washington, and on location. Executive producer and host is Tom Dior, yours truly. Thank you very much.